Hallelujah. Jonathan, if you'd come tonight, let's welcome Jonathan Edwards, our friend and minister to the pulpit tonight, A of A Church. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Didn't you just sense the, the, the atmosphere here change just as we started that song? Yes. Amen. Amen. The, the, the atmosphere has changed in this place tonight. I, I feel the presence of God. Why don't you just stand for a moment? Let's, I'm just going to go with the flow tonight. I, I really am. I'm going to go with the flow that the Holy Ghost has. You know, you've got to be structured. You've got to be disciplined. And yes, I'm going to speak the word, but I'm just going to go with what I see in the spirit right now. We've got to break some things open in Jesus' name. Can't put the Holy Ghost in a box, amen? Come on, let's just reach into God. I feel the hungrier in this house right now. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Sister Maxine, just come forward right now. I see the glory of God. I've seen her all, all this meeting. Just start praying in the Holy Spirit right now. Can I have a helper here with her? I saw the glory of God all over you. There it is. There it is. There's the glory. There's the glory. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. From the top of your head to the soles of the feet. Let the glory of God come upon you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I curse all sickness. I curse all disease. I command the power and the fire of God to go through your body from the top of your head to the soles of your feet right now. There's glory in this house. There's glory in this house. Jesus. 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 Press into him. Press into him. I'm looking for somebody here. Jesus. Hallelujah. Young man, white t-shirt. I can't see him here. Where is he? Where is he? Little, little. Yeah, yeah. No, no. There's another young man here. No. <laughs> no. Is everybody in the house here? Some are in the hallway. Maybe I'll see him at the end of the service. I don't know. I saw a young man. Has he got a white t-shirt on? Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I pray. I pray that you would just open the eyes of our understanding. I pray, Lord, that the, that the fire of God, that the hunger within us, Lord, will press in to pursue everything that you've got for us in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you that the, 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 the atmosphere for miracles, the atmosphere for the outpouring of your spirit, the atmosphere for you to do something fresh in this place is here. Lord, just let me be a catalyst to that. Lord, Lord, let me just be a catalyst, Lord, that, that will cause Pastor Kim and Connie and, 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 and the rest of the leadership team, Lord, just, just move to another level. Let something start tonight. Let, let something be ignited tonight, Lord, 
that will take us to, 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 from glory to glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you've got your Bibles, turn with me to Acts chapter 1, well-known, familiar passage of Scripture. Acts 1, and we'll read from verse 4. Verse 4. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Not many days from now. And then verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. And then Acts 2 verse 1. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire and one sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them Utterance. You know, these verses that we've read here in Acts chapter 1, Acts chapter 2 show us what many commentators would call the birth, the inception of the church. The church that we read of here came into existence not by methods, nor by management skills, or human effort, or good ideas. It was birthed through heaven coming to earth. It was birthed through the fire of the Holy Spirit upon every life because the Holy Spirit here invaded these believers' life and changed their lives so that they could change their world. And it's important for us to remind ourselves of the way the church started because the way it started is the way it's to continue and it's the way it's to finish. And even though the church has known much decline in these days. I believe by the Spirit of God and by the witness of the Holy Ghost, that is about to change. Because what Jesus provided for the early church, He's going to provide in fullness. Everybody say fullness. He's going to provide in fullness for the end time church. And what was needful for these believers is so needful for the church today. I, I, I don't care what your background is. I don't care what you believe. The church of Jesus Christ needs a fresh encounter with the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit because when Jesus ascended, the Holy Spirit descended. The Father is in heaven. The Son is at the right hand of the Father. But the Spirit of God is here. And if you want to know God personally, you've got to know the Holy Ghost. We need a fresh encounter. We need a fresh move of the Spirit of God. 
We need a new reviving in our hearts that changes us, transforms us, and causes people around us to say, what must we do to be saved? You see, without the Spirit of God, we are nothing. Zechariah put it very clearly. He said this, not by might, not by power. Hey, I've tried my own might. I've tried my own power. I've done it in my own strength and I've failed every time. But Zechariah said, it's not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And you know, these believers were determined to meet with God. I believe I'm in a room tonight where there are believers determined to meet with God. They would have one mind, one heart, one purpose. They devoted themselves to prayer and they wouldn't settle for anything less than heaven invaded earth. I believe we're here tonight because we're saying, God, we've reached a point. We can't go on as we are. We don't want to continue with methods. Praise God for all that you're doing amongst us, Lord. But it's not enough. We want to see a saturation and invasion of the Spirit. Lord, we've experienced Toronto. We've experienced Pensacola. We've read of revivals and moves of God. But we believe, according to the word over this church, that the latter glory of this house is going to be greater than any former glory. God wants to be visible amongst His people again. He wants us to realize that we were born to carry and encounter the person and the power of the Holy Spirit that every one of us in this room from the children up are called to host the presence of God on earth. The world's methods, business techniques. I know we need administration. I know we need excellence and I'm not against that. But when we build on worldly principles, We have a form of godliness and a denial of its power. America, like Europe, doesn't need a seeker-sensitive gospel. Oh, come in and we will just just appeal to, to the senses. We don't need that. We need a full gospel. We need a gospel of repentance. We need a gospel of the cross. We need a gospel of the resurrection. We need to be speaking about the blood. We need to tell people that unless they repent, they're going to hell without Jesus Christ. I don't want form. I want the power and the presence of God. And whether you realize it or not, God is creating a new wineskin in His church. There is a change. There is a shift. Things aren't going to go on and continue the way they have. He is going to have His church. And the Holy Spirit is saying to me, just like he's saying to leaders around the world, he's saying, Jesus wants his church back. And he wants to build it the way he wants to build it. He doesn't want to build it on the traditions of man. He doesn't want to build it on religion. He wants to burn that all up and he wants to build it on the foundation of Christ. Because it's not my church. It's not your church. It's his church. He said, I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Charles Finney once said this. He said, in the presence of, 
If the presence of God is in the church, the church will draw the world in. If the presence of God is not in the church, the world will draw the church out. I don't want just like you, I know I'm speaking to the converted, but I don't want the world in the church. I don't want the spirit of this age ruling in my life. I want the manifest presence of God filling me, changing me. The fresh winds of the Holy Spirit filling us and transforming us and changing us. Because when you experience the power of the Spirit, you will never be the same again. I remember when I gave my life to the Lord and I said to my mom, I said, what else do I need? I've, I've been saved now. She said, you need the Holy Ghost. And I said, how will I know when I've received the Holy Ghost? She said, you'll know. That's a good mother for you. I went up to my bedroom. I was just so hungry for God. Desperate for God. Like all of us in this room tonight. I, I just wanted to meet with God. And I remember three o'clock in the morning, out of my spirit, I got baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit and there was a language that came out. It was tongues, it was a heavenly language and it changed me and transformed me. I can't believe the preachers are saying you can get filled without the, with the Holy Spirit without speaking in tongues. That, that's unscriptural. Read your Bible, preacher. Read your Bible, teacher. Look at the book of Acts. You're filled and you're baptized with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues to edify you, to build you up in the faith. And I got baptized and filled with the Spirit of God. And my life has never been changed since that time. I was a different person. Boldness came. Faith came. Power came. I'd go into that office and I, when I was a salesman and I just told people about Jesus. I didn't care what they thought. Because when you get filled with the Holy Ghost, you get filled with boldness. And in those early years, I led so many people to Christ. Saw them filled with the Spirit. Saw signs, wonders and miracles. And I've realized I can't live without Him. Neither can you. And I believe God's bringing us back to that first love and that dependency on what Jesus gave as a last promise before he went to be with his father. He said, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You might say, I'm not baptized in the Spirit. You need to be. I got baptized 25 years ago. It's not good enough. You can't live, you can't deal with life, you can't win battles in the spirit realm living on memories of the past. You've got to experience God afresh every day. You know, when I read these verses here, there's a number of things that I see that I want to prophetically speak into you tonight. I see the suddenlies of God. I see the sound from heaven. I see the saturation. Anybody ready for saturation? I see the saturation of the Holy Spirit. And I see the sending power of the gospel. Firstly, there was a suddenly from heaven. Acts 2 verse 2. And suddenly there came a sound 
from heaven as a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Webster's Dictionary defines the word suddenly as without warning, abruptly, quickly. I read one commentator and he said that the suddenness of God appear 44 times in the Bible, 41 in the New, 3 in the Old. When something significant happened in Scripture, it came with a suddenly. And you know, just like God began a new chapter for the early church with a suddenly, so I believe prophetically in this season, God is going to move in this church, in my life and in your life with suddenlies. If you can believe it, if you can see it, if you can expect it. You're going to see the suddenlies of God explode in your life. Get ready for suddenlies of healing. Get ready for suddenlies of breakthrough. Get ready for suddenlies of restoration. Get ready for suddenlies of provision. Get ready for sudden reviving moves of the Holy Spirit. Suddenly, suddenly, suddenly. I was in Ireland earlier this year and there was a man that came out in a prayer line. He had a huge growth in his, in his throat. He said, I've, I've been to the doctor and the doctor said, it's terminal. But he said, but God. Amen. Myself and Anna just got around and we started praying for him. He went to the doctor, he got under the scan. We were back in Ireland six weeks later. He was in the meeting that we were in. He came out. He said, I went to the doctor. I said, I know you did. You told me, but the lump is still there. He said, yes, I went to the doctor and they scanned it and there was no cancer in it. He said, I might have a lump, but there's no cancer and it's not terminal. Hallelujah. Suddenlies. Suddenlies of God. Suddenlies of, of the moving of the Spirit of God amongst us. Get ready for God to move unexpectedly in your life. Raise your expectation. Yeah. Didn't God say that tonight? Yeah. We get so lethargic at times. Yeah. We, we, we come and, and attend a service. We're not here to attend a service. We're here to meet with God. Yeah. I don't come here to be entertained. I come here to be transformed. Yeah. Neither do you. This isn't an entertainment centre, it's a transformational centre where the reviving, awakening power of God is raising us up to go into the world to reach people for Jesus Christ. Suddenlies, get ready. Get ready for a season of divine suddenlies breaking into your world. So there was a suddenly and secondly, there was a sound. Suddenly there was a sound from heaven, like a mighty rushing wind. Just like God moves suddenly, heaven releases sound because our God is a speaking God. And right now I believe in various ways God is speaking to his church and God is speaking to your life. He wants to open the wells, the prophetic wells within you so that you can hear the voice of God clearly. You read John 10, Jesus again and again and again. In John 10 says this about his sheep, which is us. He says, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. And when you look at Acts chapter 2, you see the Holy Spirit coming in power and we need the power. 
We have the power. Jesus said that when we've received the Spirit, we've received power. But also when the Spirit of God filled you and invaded your life, you received a prophetic nature. Acts 2 verse 17 says this. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my Spirit on all people. I believe that the the Greek there is a continual pouring. Doesn't stop. Well, I've got my measure. Well, Jesus received the Spirit without measure. You read about about a measure of grace and a, a measure of faith. When it speaks about the Spirit, it's measureless. It just flows in to flow out. I will pour out my Spirit on all people, your sons and your daughters. How many are sons and daughters of the King in this house? Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my men servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit. He says it again. In these days and they will prophesy. And what's the purpose of that? Well, verse 21 says, And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Church, our prophetic nature, our spiritual nature is now prophetic. And I know that we need to see the gifts of the Spirit. Paul speaks very clearly in 1 Corinthians 14 about tongues, interpretations of tongues, and the gift of prophecy. And not everybody moves in that gift. I understand that, but let me tell you something. You're prophetic. You're prophetic. You can hear from God. You can sense from God. You you can receive dreams and visions that the Holy Spirit will give you. And I believe in these days that there's going to be a supernatural outpouring so that we will see things and dream things and submit them to the leadership. And it's going to confirm the word of the Lord. More than ever, we need to hear the voice of God. It will give us direction for our lives. It will prepare us for what God is about to do. We are a prophetic people, a people of revelation. And God has given us the ability to see what others do not see. I remember a few years ago, my wife woke me up one morning at five o'clock. And she said, John, I've had a dream. You need to get your clothes on. We need to go out and pray. Well, I don't know what you're like at five o'clock. Probably everybody's in this building at four in intercession and prayer, amen. (laughs) But I wasn't awake. And I got up. And she said, I've had this dream. And she said, in this dream, I I, I see this lady who's who's a leader in one of these church, in in a church that we know of. And she said, I see see a major problem between her and the daughter. And she said, we need to pray right now because I saw in the dream that God wanted to reconcile it. So we're out. It's still dark in Wales and we're just praying and we're calling on God and we're speaking into that dream and we're saying, God, you've revealed this dream because you want to do something. Don't take anything lightly if God shows you something spiritually in a dream. It's a sign of the end times. Outpourings, visions, dreams we started praying and by nine o'clock sorry ten o'clock in the morning my wife 
contacted this lady and said, look, I've had this dream and I've seen you and your daughter and, and I, I, I see that there's been a division there, but, but I believe God is doing something. And she said, my daughter rang me this morning. She said, we haven't talked for years, but she says we need to get together and sort things out. That's God. That really is God. And you know, God is going to reveal dreams and it's spoken over this church. We've got to wage a warfare over the words that God has given us. We're not to take it lightly. The Bible says, don't despise prophecy. If God has spoken something over your life, over this church, write it down, pray it, believe it. Because as we do that, we're holding the word back to God and say, look God, you've said it. You've said it. So you need to do it. Like Jesus, we are called to live from above. Let me say this to you, trust what you see, trust what you hear. It says this in 2 Corinthians 4 verse 18. It says, so we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. We've got to be more convinced in what we don't see than in what we do see. We need to anchor our faith in the voice of God because during the course of a week, there will be many voices that will speak into your life and most of them will not be God. They can be the, the, the voice of pressure in the workplace. They can be the voice of, of the enemy. They can be the voice of accusation. They, they can be the voice of rejection. They can be the voice of, of a bad self-image. You've got to listen to one voice above any other voice that speaks into your life. And it's the voice of God that can come through the Holy Spirit, through the reading of Scripture. And you've got to believe His voice. His voice. More than any other voice. So there were suddenlies. Why don't you turn to somebody and say, I'm ready for a suddenly. There was the sound. And there was the saturation of the Holy Spirit. Why does the Holy Spirit saturate us? Why does he fill us? Because he doesn't want us to live empty of God. We are here to host and contain the very presence of God on planet earth. The temple no longer is a physical structure as it was under the old covenant. We are now temples of the Holy Spirit. And please remember his name. It's not just spirit, it's Holy Spirit. And if we want to see a release of the power of God, there needs to be purity in our lives. Purity will release power. But you and I are temples of the Spirit of God. And in these days, He wants to consume us, refine us, and fill us to overflowing so that we can reap the end time harvest. Yes. Acts 2 verse 4 says, And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Well, John, that's Acts 2 verse 4. Well, there's more times when they got full. It wasn't a one-off filling. Amen. Acts 4, verse 31 says, And when they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken. 
And they were all filled, hallelujah, with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. Wasn't just the apostles, wasn't just the pastors, wasn't just the elders, wasn't just the deacons. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And you know, the only way we can change and become all that God has intended us to be is to be continually filled. Continually filled and saturated with the Spirit of God. You see, when the Spirit of God comes upon you and fills you, I tell you right now, it changes your season. It really does. It takes you to another level. And we can't live without the fullness of the Spirit of God in our lives. You know, when I was in Ireland a few years ago, remember it very, very clearly. We had a meeting very similar like this. We were doing evangelistic meetings for about 10 nights in a local church. Church was packed that night. And I noticed that there were so many sick people in that building. We had people in wheelchairs. We had people with different infirmities. And you know, as we we started worshiping God, something shifted. I'd stop all my preaching overnight for something like that. And I believe the, the, the teaching of the word. We still need the word. Just hear me correctly. I think Kenneth Hagan said years ago. He said, if you're all word, you dry up. If you're all spirit, you'll blow up. But if you're spirit and word, you'll grow up. And the end time move, move of God, as Smith Wigglesworth prophesied, is going to be a move of word and spirit together. They're not in competition. They partner together. Jesus is the word. The spirit is the third person of the Trinity. They're together to make sure that we get the word. And that's going to be the move of God that we see in these days. And I was in that building. I got up and I couldn't speak. I couldn't stand. Kim, I was just absolutely drunk with the Holy Ghost. And people were just falling out of their seats. The glory of God was in that place. And I just stepped back. Do you know, you can be in meetings at times and you know what it's like. You don't want to say anything because a holy God has just filled that place. And that's what we want. And you know, that night before I even laid hands on anybody or anybody else did, there were people coming to the altar. There was one lady that had gallstones and her testimony was she was in agony. And as she came forward, she said she felt like they dissolved. She went back to the doctor the, the following day and there was nothing in her body. There was a lady that was in a wheelchair, got out of that wheelchair and started walking. And there was miracle after miracle after miracle as the spirit invaded that place. And God said to me, I said, Lord, can we have this all the time? He said, you can son but I'm just giving you a taster of what's to come and I believe what I saw there is just a glimpse oh believe me it's just a glimpse of what God wants to do in our day because as the glory of God and the evasion of the spirit touches our lives you won't be able to contain it in a building God said that tonight we need to think bigger We need to change our mindsets. We need to change our vision. This end time harvest that's going to be global is going to affect this area in such a way no building is going to contain. I'm telling you, that's what the Word of God says.
says, read Isaiah 60, Isaiah 2, Micah. You read the Old Testament prophets, what Jesus prophesied. What God is going to do in our days is going to be greater than we could ask, think, or imagine. But we've got to be filled. And we've got to overflow with the Holy Spirit. Paul put it like this. He said, be filled. I think it's Ephesians chapter 5. With the Holy Spirit. Be being filled with the Holy Spirit. I introduced my wife a few years ago to a man that I worked with over 25 years ago. And I remember I was in a sales job at that time. And the church that I were in was experiencing a move of God. And I call it a move of God because it wasn't just refreshing and blessing the believers. Souls were being saved. To me, that's a genuine move of God. Read your Bible. Read Acts. It always has to bear fruit. And I went to work that day. I don't even know how I drove there. I really don't. I can't even remember getting to the office, but I sat at my desk. And this colleague was over the other side, and, and, I, and we hadn't really talked that much, but we were in the office on the same day. And he, he turned over to me, he said, oh, I'm going to have to leave early today, he said, because I need to go to the doctor. And you know, out of my spirit, see, that's what happens when you're full of the Holy Spirit. Out of my spirit, not out of my mind, because if, I, if I'd have spoken out of my mind and I hadn't been full of the Holy Ghost, I would have been politically correct. It's time for political correctness to go out of the window concerning the body of Christ. We need to say, this is the way of the Lord. Walk ye in it. And out of my spirit, when he said, well, I need to go to the doctors this afternoon, I said, you don't have to go to the doctors. He said, why? I said, I'm a Christian. In front of everybody else. I'm a Christian and I believe Jesus heals today. And he said, will you pray for me? I said, I'll pray for you right now. I said, come over here. He stood to his feet. I, put, I said, where's the problem? He said, in my back. I put my hand on him. He said, I can't believe this. He said, it's like, he said, it's like fire going down my back. Get me a chair. He said, I need to sit down. He said, what magic have you done on me? I said, that's not magic. It's God. He sat down in his chair. He got up. He said, I feel completely healed. He said, let me tell you. He said, I made a commitment when I was a child. And he said, I didn't believe it was real. He said, but I'm getting right with God today. 25 years later, he's still serving the Lord. He's still following Jesus. He still believes in God. Because he didn't just hear a word. He received the reality that in that word, the Holy Spirit wants to release power and demonstration to show that Jesus Christ is alive. 
You open your hearts right now. You get ready for divine appointments. You get ready for God to use you in your workplace. I'm telling you, there's divine appointments. There's suddenlies. There are people coming into you, into your world. And if you will be open, if you will be available, God is going to give you access into their lives so that they can hear the gospel and get saved in Jesus. Jesus, mighty name. I'm ready for suddenlies. I'm ready to continually hear the sound. Lord, wherever I go, saturate me with the Holy Spirit and send me. Send me. You can't be saturated and not be sent. It's not about you. You're not the big shot. I'm not the big shot. It's no longer I that liveth. The day of the big celebrity preachers is over. Praise God, hallelujah. It's no longer I that liveth, but Christ that liveth in me. If there's anything that I want you to take away from what you've heard tonight, it's not me, but Christ and his word. And God speaking through me. Saturation is going to cause us to be sent with the power of the gospel. Tonight, tonight, I'm believing for revival, I'm believing for awakening, but there are people in your world right now that are ready to be saved. You just got to believe it. Why does the Bible say that now is the day of salvation if there aren't people ready to be saved? They're ready, they're waiting. They're just looking for somebody who will lead them to Jesus. The disciples came to to Jesus and said, well, don't you say that it's four months to the harvest? He said, it's not four months. He said, the harvest is plentiful. Now is the harvest, but the laborers are few. I believe that God wants to relieve a, a laboring anointing on his people tonight so that you can go and reap the harvest now. doesn't happen today or tomorrow we should be winning people for Jesus because they are ready and waiting for the answer and beloved we are of that answer we are living epistles people read our lives and we need to be ready and willing to be sent Jesus said in Acts 1 verse 18 he said you shall receive power When the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, to the ends of the earth. Church, we are ambassadors of the gospel, just like the early church. That's what happened on the day of Pentecost. You know, the feast of Pentecost represented harvest. It was a time when they thanked God for the harvest. But on that day, they got more than a natural harvest. They got a spiritual harvest because the fruit of the Spirit is always aimed and geared at reaching people. When we're not moving, the Holy Spirit is still moving. The first thing that you see about the Holy Spirit in the Genesis chapter 1, it says this, that the Spirit of God was moving across the face of the earth. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Just like he was moving then, he's moving now. And he wants to get us out of stagnant Christianity so that we can move with him, move with the cloud, move with the flow, and be led to people that he wants to heal and touch through signs, wonders, and miracles. 
They got a spiritual harvest on the day of Pentecost. 3,000 were saved. Which later grew to 5,000. I read recently that within a few hundred years, 120 had grown to 20 million. My Lord, salvations. That's harvest. That's the power of of the gospel. But I'm telling you something, God is going to do more in our day. And we've got to be like Paul who says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God unto salvation. Let me read you quickly. Mark 6 verse 15. Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. How many of you are believers? And he goes on to say that you'll cast out demons. You'll lay hands on the sick. And they will recover. I'm telling you right now that we're in a season of favor. We're in a season where so many people are going to come into the kingdom of God. They're ready. They're waiting. They're ready to be reaped. It's going to be like a tree. You'll just shake the tree. And the fruit will just come falling off. And we'll gather up that fruit. It's going to be so easy to win people for Jesus. You know, a few months ago, a few months ago, I, I, myself and Anna were just going to get our motor home. And we sat there with a the salesman. And then he started sharing some things about how he, he was now on his third marriage. And we started speaking to him and, and having some prophetic insight. And you know, he just poured out his heart to us. Because the system of the world is not working. It's really not. I don't know what it's like with youth here, but, but in the UK and particularly in Northern Ireland, teenage suicides has gone rocketed through the roof. We're seeing more suicides in, in young people and particularly young men than we've ever seen. The world needs Jesus. Amen. People need Jesus. When we got that motorhome, we then go into the sales department to pick up our keys and then about three or four of the salespeople and, the, and the, the, the maintenance people just say, well, what do you do? do, you do? And then I start sharing about Jesus and, and they're just listening. Why? Because people are hungry for the truth. They don't want religion. But they want Jesus. And there needs to be a Jesus revival and a Jesus revolution in the church that will send us. In the power of the Holy Spirit. To reach people for Christ. Suddenlies. Sound. Saturation. Sending. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. Stand with me please. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let me ask one or two of the musicians to come back up right now. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Or somebody on the piano or the keyboard would be wonderful if there is somebody here. Thank you, Lord. Just start praying in the Holy Spirit right now. Karabasanda marahanda marakishti berehedi.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you. We praise you. We honor you, Lord. Hallelujah. Father, I pray for everybody in this house tonight in the name of Jesus. Fill your people right now with your presence. Fill your people right now with the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. Give them a fresh saturation with the Spirit of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. If you're saying right now, I want a fresh filling with the Holy Spirit. I want to get full and overflowing with the Spirit of God. We want to pray for you tonight. God is here. God is here. Come forward. Come forward. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm still looking for this young man. I don't know where he is. Maybe he didn't have a white t-shirt. You know, prophets aren't always right. We prophesy in part. Okay? I like things like that because God kind of shows me and reminds me, John, you're still human. You know, you, you don't always get it right. Sakrasta Bahandama. Did he have a red t-shirt on? We're going to go through all the t-shirts now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Father, right now, we call out. We call out to you right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for my brother right now. In the name of Jesus. Come here, sir. Come here, sir. Father, I pray for him right now. Pray for him right now. Father, I pray for, for out, of his, out, of, out of his innermost belly, let there come rivers of living water. Fill him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. In Jesus' name right now, let, let your presence, I see fire in your spirit right now, sir. Right now in the name of Jesus, it's a new day from today for you. You go into another level in God. You're going to have sensitivity to the Holy Spirit like you've never known before. You're going to experience that, that fiery baptism of the Holy Spirit that's going to fill you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Keep reaching into God right now. Hallelujah. 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 Breathe on your people, Lord. They're hungry here. They're thirsty here. Lord, in the right sense of the word, we're desperate for you. We really are. We only want you, Lord. We want you more than, than anything else in our lives. And we're saying, Father, fill us. Fill us. Fill us. Let this be a catalyst point for this church. In Jesus' mighty name. Lord, just like we felt that, that wind come in. Lord, just like we felt that shift in the atmosphere. I didn't even know if I should preach, Lord, when that, that shift came. I, I was happy to just flow. And, and maybe we should have. I, I don't know, Lord. I'm learning. We're learning. But Lord, something shifted. Something shifted. Something shifted. 
Lord, as Kim took the mic and things happened, something was shifting in the atmosphere. Lord, let us experience that. Bring your presence. Manifest presence right now. Lord, if we went in a different direction, we're sorry for that. But we're just saying right now, Lord, in Jesus' name, we have our methods. We plan things. But Holy Spirit, we're saying we can't do it without you. Fill us right now. Fill us right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Just pray in the Holy Ghost if you can. Just take a moment, take a moment. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me just call that lady forward in the purple. Just keep praying in the Holy Spirit. Come here, sister. Come here right now. I, I just saw the word breakthrough over you. I saw the word breakthrough over you. I believe God is going to invade your life. You need some breakthroughs in Jesus' name. And, 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 and there's been some things trying to crush you. There's been some things trying to, trying to press in on you. Kim and Connie, can you just help me here right now? Just, just as we pray to this lady, let's just minister right now. Spirit of God is speaking. There's been some things pressurizing you. There's been some things crushing you. It's like the enemy's coming in like a flood, but I hear God saying that God is gonna raise up a standard in the name of Jesus Christ. I break every power of darkness off you off your mind, off your soul, off your life in the name of Jesus and I command breakthrough in Jesus' name right now. In the name of Jesus, receive it. leadership and, and, and I saw I'll tell you what I saw I, I, I saw the church and, and what I saw was uh, different storefronts to the church and it's like it was like different storefronts that were attracting different kinds of people in and I felt the Lord was saying that, that he, he, he's, he's going he's gonna to bring people in that, 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 that are going to attract different kinds of people I, 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 maybe at the moment there are certain people that come that, that are a part of the house here that, 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 are, that are from different streams in life but, but I feel that God is, is opening different doors that represent people to, to come into this house I, I see different kinds diff, different ethnic groups coming into this house I've just seen it maybe they've just been looking for a way to come in but it's like God is going to put an attraction on you God is going to put favour on you so that you're going to be able to reach out to different kinds of people groups. I don't know how that's going to happen, but I tell you something, I saw it in the Spirit. And Father, right now in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, Lord, to the different kinds of people groups, to the different streams of believers, we call them into this house. Lord, we declare that there will be different doors of entry, different doors of access, so that there can be different types of youth, different types of, uh, 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 of, of different types of, of, of ethnic groups, Lord, coming into this house and feeling that this is part of their house, not just from the Spanish community, but from different, the, the Afro-Caribbean community, the black community, we declare that right now and we call them into this house. In Jesus' mighty name, we call them from the north to the south to the east to the west because they won't come because of the color 
color of your skin. They'll come because the Holy Ghost is here. In Jesus' mighty name, we release that. We speak that. We decree it and we call them in. Lord, your servant has built it. Now they will come. You said if, if we will build it, they will come. And Lord, we have built it. So they're going to come from the north, the south, the east, the west. In Jesus' name. I want to pray for Pastor Kim and Pastor Connie now. Do you know, I, I was saying to Pastor Kim yesterday that I was just, just surfing a little bit the other night and I just got YouTube on and I've just got a little bit of fascination at the moment with what happened in Pensacola. Never went there. But I felt the Lord just, just getting me to, to kind of look at it. And I said to Pastor Kim, I, I was just going on there and I, I saw a video and I thought, oh, where am I going to put it? So I just kind of put it halfway through and I just thought, I'll go there. I put it on there. And as I put it on, John Kilpatrick said this. He said, I believe in the month of September that the latter half of this year is going to be greater than the former heart of this year. He said, I believe that September, October, November and December, we're going to see more signs. We're going to see more wonders. We're going to see more miracles. We're going to see the goodness of God. And then he said, we're going to see the favour of God. Like we've never seen before. I don't believe that was coincidence. I believe that's God. And I... Declare that for me. Take hold of that right now. I take that word for me. I take that word for my family. Take it for your family. Take it for your life. Take it for your church. Take it for your destiny. Take it for the plan of God. I take hold of that word and I decree it will be in Jesus' name. Come on, let's pray for Pastor Kim and Connie right now. Just reach out your hands towards them. Do you know, I really do believe that this relationship that we have, primarily it's great to be here, but our relationship, the reason we're here is because of them. It's relationship, it's covenant. And I don't know what God does, but I believe that the greatest days are ahead of us, Pastor. I, I really do. You know, I, I, I've thought sometimes and I thought, wow, wouldn't it be great for me and Pastor Kim to be in the middle of Africa preaching to 10,000 people? I dream like that, you know. I see the four of us standing and looking at those stadiums. Hallelujah. Good times ahead. And I want to honor you. I really do. I want to thank you for standing with us. Thank you for praying for us thank you that I've been able to be vulnerable with you and accountable and share some stuff sometimes and you've come back and you've been straight and loving and you've said it as it is and that's why I keep on coming back 
And I want to thank you and I want to honour you. And I believe that you're a pastor to this church, but you're also a pastor to pastors. You're there for men and women of God that can just say, look, like, De- like David was with Jonathan, he took his armour off. He was vulnerable. You can't do that with everybody. But I, I feel that we can with you and, and we just thank God for you. And I want to pray right now. Father, I thank you for this wonderful, wonderful couple. Lord, we don't know, we, we really don't know the depth and the plan that you have for us together. But we believe, Lord. We believe that you're doing something in our day. And we know, Lord, that they are here. We know that we're at the other end of the world. We're over the pond. But Lord, we can still be strong in friendship. We can still believe that, Lord, you're going to do something in our day. As you said to your prophet, that if you told us now, we'd find it hard to believe. We're believing for that. And Lord, I pray for them both right now in the name of Jesus. That from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, that they would receive a fresh impartation, a fresh anointing, a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit, that the fire of God will burn stronger than ever, that the rain of God will refresh stronger than ever, that they will know the Spirit of God from the moment they wake to the moment that they go to sleep, that there will be a manifestation, that there will be sense of presence all the time. Fill them, fill them, fill them in Jesus' mighty name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Fill. 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 In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Get them drunk in the Holy Ghost. Drunk, Lord. Drunk when they least expect it. We don't want wine, but we want the new wine. We want the new wine. The new wine you save till last. Fill them up. Let them be totally intoxicated with the Holy Ghost like never before. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. pray for Jonathan and you know you said you saw a crowd in Africa well I have a scripture salvation is to the Jew first so it's going to also be in Israel first we'll take that we'll take that Lord why not you said anything I pray <laughs> thank you Jesus thank you Lord thank you Father thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you oh Father thank you thank you Father thank you Father Lord as I'm laying hands on Jonathan We're laying hands on Anna. Lord, I'm thanking you that she's going to be able to see this. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Father, greater days are ahead. Lord, I know that I know that I know that you told me you're coming very soon. And there's much to be done. There's much yet to be done. And you have saved the new wine to last. You have saved the best for now. And I know it, Father, as this world seems to be more evil and the devil seems to be raising his head. God is greater. And I declare the Lord reigns. And I thank you, Father, for doors to open. I thank you that you've supernaturally provided for Jonathan and Anna. And you will continue to do it. And Father, I'm asking 
and thanking you that out of this church, there will be more funds even going to them because I truly believe you've hooked us up together for this time. And I'm thanking you that, Father, no weapon formed against them will prosper and they'll refute every tongue that rises against them. And is your dad alive? And I thank you tonight. We're going to declare that that mind is clear. No more. No more. No more. Greg, you said no more. No more Alzheimer's, whatever they call it. No more. Father, we're thanking you for total restoration. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Anybody think it's been good to be in the house of the Lord tonight? Amen. Give God the praise tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands to the Lord. You know, he said there. How many want to receive, we received the favor of the Lord this morning, amen? That's the word of the Lord. He's going to give us protection, provision. He's going to give us purpose. It all flows out of the presence of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence, that we are carriers of the presence of the Lord. The Holy Spirit lives inside each of us. We are children of God and heirs to every promise you have made. You've given us everything we need for life and godliness. You've supplied every need that we have according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Father, we are, as we read tonight, Lord, even the least among us in the kingdom of God is greater than John the Baptist because we carry an anointing. We have an unction, as Pastor Dave preached, that needs to function. Jim White was here and he said, new, uh, a new infilling. Remember, fresh oil. We've heard about Luke 4 and Matthew 4 and the Spirit of the Lord's upon us. See, God is putting exclamation points on the word. There's a reason he repeats it. When you see in the Bible, when it says verily, verily, he's trying to make a point. We've heard verily, 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 verily. God is not done with this place. He's just beginning. And it's up to you and I to see the, the word of the Lord come to pass. So, Lord, we decree and declare that what we've heard, we will not just be hearers of, we'll become doers of it. We believe, Lord, for, for the move of God. We believe for open doors for, for every ethnic group, for every people group. We believe, oh God, in the, in the move of the Holy Spirit. We believe in signs and wonders and miracles. We believe in the word and the spirit and the power of God. Father, pour out your spirit upon your people. Father, I bless your, your church. We are your church. We are your body. Lord, we're the head and not the tail. We bless going in and coming out. We're blessed at all we put our hand to do. We're walking in the divine favor of the Lord. We are walking in the blessing of God. Father, Renew your works in our day. Through us, the greater works shall be manifested. Fill us to overflowing with your spirit and power, with your love and grace and mercy. And Father, let us be the people of God in these last days. Lord, you could do anything, anything, that you would pick a little church in the middle of North, literally in the middle of North Carolina. But Lord, when you're here, anything is possible to them who believe. And we believe, Lord, 
Give the Lord a shout of praise. Thank you, Jesus. It's coming. It's here. You're here. Manifest your presence through us, O oh God. Renew them in our day, in this place, at this time, in all God's people that are in agreement, say amen. Amen. Tell somebody you love them tonight. God bless you. Amen. Amen.